0: Tyler, I I I uh, I, well, I don't know that I really need to say much today. what a fantastic Great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. I can very well read you, the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the individuals that live in this world. God is a miracle. From Egypt is staggering, I uh, we know what I was going to share this morning. But we're going to kind of move on and get into uh, a different part of the message. I was going to share with you this morning the story of of the widow and her son and Elijah and how God sustained them through uh, a miraculous uh, uh, continuing meal of, of flour and water, and how God sustained them, and it was. And then the boy dies, and you go, why would, why would God sustain them with such a miraculous work only to let this young man die? As a matter of fact, the widow asked the same thing, What have you done? She said, No, what, what okay, what have you done? What have you allowed to happen? Her, her response was, I brought you into my home. I, I, I shared with you what little I said, I'm not done, working miracles yet, and God conquers death, and brings together the Lord back, but God didn't stop there, he personified miracles, he, he gave miracles of faith, when he brought Jesus to this earth, when he put Jesus on earth, he, he not just personified miracles. Distance, but all of a sudden, Jesus was standing in front of people, and He was touching them and healing them. He was reaching out and 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 feeling the inflicted areas of people and bringing. limited and he's certainly able to work in the ways that he worked in biblical times. God is certainly capable of raising someone from the dead still today. He is pa- certainly capable of taking someone who has no vision. Uh, national broadcast, you may have seen it about the tornado that touched down in, in uh, middle Tennessee. And, and the, the lady was talking to the reporter on the ground. The lady in the studio was talking to the reporter on the ground. And she said, Is there anything that, like, is just a common theme that you're hearing from people? And, and basically, through a lot of stories that he told, he basically came back and said, God. God was the central theme. People just kept saying, God. Like, for everything in my house being obliterated and destroyed except for me and my family. Everything in my house being gone except for, one person said, except for the patch of carpet that we were sitting on. And they said, God is the central thing. God is certainly capable of working the physical miracles that He is so known for in Scripture if He chooses. But He doesn't always. Of us in the room lost loved ones to illnesses that we thought were unfair. We, we thought they were undeserved. We thought that, they, that they, they should have never had to encounter such a thing. Or, or we witnessed people go through such hardships in their life and we just shake our heads and go, why would they even have to deal with that? Or someone who who has a child is born without the ability to perform as, as most individuals do, we just shake our heads and go, why would wait for God to work a miracle with and yet He doesn't. We go, what, what is God waiting for? The question is, would more people believe in God if they saw miracles? Many people would say, yes, 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 more people would believe in God if they saw more miracles. And I would ask the question, would they Says, oh, I saw God in the clouds today. We look at it critically and we go, Oh, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. Or we hear stories of people that see images of Jesus. what He always meant for us to be. We can create a lot of things for ourselves. We can create ourselves in a lot of images. We create ourselves in the images that we see. We create ourselves in the images that we know. We create ourselves in the images that we think others will, will want to see in us. But yet God created us in His image to be something else that many times we don't want to be. So we say, would more people we believe in God and work in more miracles? I would say not necessarily. But I would say this, the greatest miracle of all is not a physical change in someone's abilities, appearance, or health. It's actually a great subject of debate. they ad nauseum on, on the internet. You can flick through there and people will debate and debate and debate what great Jesus' Christ miracle was. Was it rising from the dead? Was it raising someone else from the dead? Was it causing the blind to see or the dead to hear? Was it curing leprosy, a disease that had no cure for it? There was no modern medicine at that time. There was certainly no uh, group out there researching the effects of leprosy on the body. in and of themselves. Was that God's greatest miracle when he reached out and touched a leper and not only healed him but didn't contract the disease himself? Was that the greatest miracle that Jesus worked? I would point us to Galatians 2.20 to help us come up with an answer for this. my old bit more to your imagine with me for just a minute. Go on a journey with me. Think of the miracles that Jesus did and still does. Think of those miracles. Some of the ones that we draw to more often. Jesus giving a blind man sight. didn't like them, their neighbors were stealing from them and taking from them, that their family would talk about them when they weren't around, say things about them, talk negatively about them. You might think that that person, once they find this out, might just prefer to remain dead. Suppose that a a deaf person, deaf the names no one gets along we kind of steal the joy of being able to hear or what if someone were blind blind from the day they were born they had never seen the face of a loved one they had never seen a, a tree or a flower or a sunset or a sunrise or a picture of the Grand Canyon or the earth from space they had never seen the things that we take for granted but yet someone's body, but it is restoring a relationship with Jesus, which brings them back to the place that God always intended for them to be. We look at someone who who maybe is is blind, and we look at someone who maybe is deaf, or we look at someone who doesn't have all of the same abilities that we do, and we shake our heads sometimes, and we feel sorry for them, but the reality is... Restore us to relationship with Him. God is not so much concerned with our physical appearance. He's not so much concerned with our ability to walk. He's not so much concerned with our ability to see or our ability to hear. Tell me that you've found met a person filled with more joy than Chester, our friend Chester, who comes to church here on occasion. Chester comes in with life and excitement He's, he can't hear a thing. But he comes in with a smile, and he comes in clapping his hands, and he comes in looking for hugs, and he comes in so excited just to be in the house of God, and he, and he can't hear a thing. But all oh, his heart's been changed by Jesus. He's been recreated, refashioned in the image of God. He's been formed, and in, in not into what man would make him, a sympathetic creature who is is not whole and not complete, but instead he's been transformed into the beautiful creation of God who is is living life for one purpose and one purpose only, to spread the hope and joy and promise of Jesus Christ. You see, the reality is this, that that miracle that God does someone from the dead, or restoring sight, or restoring hearing, or curing a disease, or feeding mass crowds of hungry people are great works that only God can do. However, the life of an individual that's changed carries far much more weight. The novelty of the miraculous change of physical traits passes The reality is, is that when an individual intersects with God, Oh, seven miracles that Jesus worked. And then we hear that the disciples were, were privy, they were eyewitnesses to many, many, many more miracles. So God is working And this life will cease to exist. But God wants to meet your spiritual need. He wants to rewrite you. allowed Him inside to rearrange and rewire who you are. Maybe your issue, maybe your struggle, maybe your battle is an alcohol. Maybe that's not your issue, maybe that's not your problem. Maybe it's not something that's dominating your life, affecting your very thoughts, your time management, what you're doing at work, what you're doing in your free time. Maybe it's not alcohol, maybe it's something else something else in your life that's dominating it, that's keeping your mind preoccupied. It's keeping you from being the husband that you should be or the wife that you should be or the father that you should be or the mother that you should be or the son that you should be or the daughter that you should be the employee that you should be, the neighbor you should be, the friend that you should be. Just simply the person you should be. Maybe there's something in there I think it's- All these fail because they're putting their hope and their trust in their own ability to overcome something. But Tyler, when we put our trust in God, He can make it happen. He's a miracle worker. He's waiting to work a miracle in your life. let with pray this morning, Jesus. We just come to you, and Lord. I thank you for who you all you for us. Jesus, I thank you for the miracle that you work in Tyler's life. Because God, even though our our vices may have been different, Lord, our realities were the same. We wanted to live for ourselves. We wanted to satisfy our wants and our needs and our cravings. And Lord, that's that's a disappointing, destructive path for life. But Jesus, just as you did in his life, you met me in my life. Healing, and you brought salvation to my life, God. And I stand here, too, a miracle of God's abilities to rework and rewrite life. So, Lord, I pray this morning if there's anyone here who doesn't know you, there's anyone here, God, who's never invited you into their life, God, there's someone here that's that's never asked you to be Savior and Lord of their life, that God this morning stop and they would pause and they would go God, I I need that. I don't even really know what that is. I heard Tyler speaking, I really don't even know what it is, but I know that I need it in my life. like in Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. Can I ask you to forgive me. Maybe it's something physical, or maybe it's something spiritual. God, and right now I just need to say Jesus. I need you to work a miracle, God. I need, I need to return back to you, God. Maybe it's just someone here who's dealing with the adverse circumstances. The more they just, they need to know that you're in control, or whatever it may be, as we go into this time of response.